Welcome to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us this weekend. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Bill, how are you doing today? Jason, uh, I'm doing great. I hope you are. I'm doing excellent. You know, it's always nice coming off a short week, of course, with yeah, Memorial Day. Nice, nice getting into uh, another weekend after a short week, uh, that's for sure. And uh, actually, I, I have to uh, start uh, simply by, ex- by expressing uh, disappointment, I guess you could call it. But um, uh, I, I was um, uh, watching a newscast uh, recent, I mean, a few days ago, and the um, news, newscaster was actually describing a horrible event down in Florida that occurred uh, on Monday, Memorial Day. And what really goaded me, if you will, uh, was the fact that the newscaster was describing uh, the day as a celebration. And the fact is, is you would think that when the uh, day is called Memorial Day, that uh, somebody would understand. Of course, this newscaster was young. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, for him, uh, Memorial Day, uh, it was probably just uh, another long weekend where he could party hardy or, or whatever. But the fact is, is that describing Memorial Day as a celebration just really got under my skin. Because the fact of the, of the matter is Memorial Day is for us uh, as Americans to remember those who died in service, protecting our freedoms, which gives us a day to enjoy. In fact, it's a solemn day. It's, it's a day in which uh, it's so important for us to be able to remember those who sacrificed all for the for the rest of us, uh, and so for me, it's a day to enjoy, but it's a day to remember those who died, so that we could enjoy this day and have the freedoms that we do. Uh, and so I, I hope that that uh, people uh, will get the idea that it, it, while we can enjoy the day, and we should enjoy the day, and we should take advantage of it, we should at least stop, uh, if only for a brief time, to give thanks uh, for our lucky stars, if you will, uh, because of, of those who paid the ultimate uh, sacrifice. Uh, and we should never forget the families of those left behind uh, because they paid a huge sacrifice, uh, too, in terms of, of being uh, without a loved one whom they were counting on. Um, so anyway, it's uh, to me, Memorial Day is an important day. It's a solemn day. It's a day to enjoy, but it's also a day to remember uh, why uh, we are as lucky as we are uh, as Americans. Uh, so with that, let's let's move on to, to a happier place. <laughs> and 
And actually, I'm not ready to move on yet. So let me talk about another thing that, that uh, get, gets uh, under uh, my skin to some degree. And, and that is, uh, while, while we do live in a wonderful country, uh, you know, uh, some, our, our government, uh, and I'm not talking politics here because this has been a problem uh, uh, every, every year, every decade, no matter who's in power, uh, our, our government um, um, fails uh, veterans, uh, those who've served. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's... Uh, now, two uh, of the glaring incidents, uh, number one, which took the government 40 years, actually a little more than 40 years, to even acknowledge that there was a problem uh, and then to uh, come forward to help those who suffered because of that. <clears throat> and the first one uh, is Agent Orange. Um, you know, Agent Orange was uh, used uh, by us, by the United States, uh, in Vietnam uh, during the Vietnam War. Uh, and uh, it, the fact is, is that it was very uh, poisonous, very caustic, uh, and anyone exposed to Agent Orange uh, suffered, uh, you know, long-term effects. You know, it didn't kill you immediately, <laughs> but is the kind of thing uh, where uh, it um, uh, did, in fact, have extraordinarily harmful effects. Uh, and and now, you know, forty years plus later, uh, there uh, the the government did acknowledge issues. However, what a lot of folks don't don't uh, remember is the fact that it took them that long to acknowledge that uh, they caused the, the government caused harm to a lot of servicemen and a lot of other people too if you get right down to it uh, but the the fact is is that there were a, a large percentage of those veterans who died uh, during a period of time where it was never acknowledged. Um, and so there were many administrations, if you will, both Republican and Democrat, uh, that didn't acknowledge these issues, and finally they did. And so that segues into the most recent egregious behavior on the part of the government uh, is Camp Lejeune. And for those who are not familiar with that, Camp Lejeune, of course, is a Marine base located here in North Carolina. And the fact is, is that the base water system uh, was poisonous, and they knew it. And as an old Air Force JAG, it really, really upsets me that so many base commanders and I, pu I put it on them because the fact is is that this was something that was known for many, many years. And everyone, not just the soldiers, but the families uh, suffered because they were drinking this poisonous water and developed horrible cancers. And young children, 
So it wasn't just the the Marines; it was their families. In fact, um, most many of the Marines who were stationed there were actually where Vietnam, but their families were living on base. Uh, and so often in this particular case, a, a lot of the issues arose among family members who uh, actually were drinking this water. And I don't know how many base commanders were responsible for keeping this top secret. And I know how uh, that works. They were more concerned about having the dollars for warfighting capabilities and not protecting the people under their command. And, and to me, that that, that uh, just tells me that there were a number of base commanders who should have been held responsible and court-martialed for that type of decision-making. But, you know, that'll never happen. <laughs> and so it just just allows me to vent uh, uh, because the, the fact is, is that uh, it, it was just recently that the government took responsibility for that and is now, um, you know, 40, almost, I guess, 50 years after the fact uh, that taking responsibility for, for a little piece of the damage that's been caused to these families who, of course, had no idea that uh, they, they were uh, subject to drinking poisonous water that, that the government actually knew about. And the, um, so th this is the kind of thing that really rips at me uh, in terms of decision-making uh, on the part of people responsible. Uh, and to me, it would, it would have been a no-brainer to have done whatever was necessary to make things right. <laughs> well, I know that you have uh, a real soft spot in your heart for other veterans and, you know, seeing abuses like that, it's, it's gotta be very, very frustrating. And, you know, the care and time that you put into veterans that, you know, Bill is also readily apparent in your webinars, because, you know, when it comes to long-term care assistance, VA, uh, those who are veterans may uh, uh, be qualified to receive forms of assistance when it comes to long-term care. So that's always something that you've been pounding the drum for, and folks can learn more at WGALaw.com. That's Bill's website, WGALaw.com. If you want to register for one of Bill's free webinars, you can go to WGALaw.com and click on the Seminars button at the top of the page. The next set of webinars is happening on Wednesday, June 14th. If you want to learn more about the aforementioned long-term care assistance webinar, this deals with Medicaid and all sorts of VA benefits and ways that you may be able to qualify for assistance when it comes to the astronomical costs of long-term care. Bill also has another webinar dedicated to asset protection and trust planning. Both are free to attend. These are highly educational opportunities for you, and you can participate from the comfort of your own home. These are webinars, so all you need is a device with internet access and an email address, and you're good to go. Learn more at WGA Law. Dot com or call 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. We're taking a quick break, but we'll be right back. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back.
Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Go to WGALaw.com to learn more about Bill and his free webinars, WGALaw.com. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. And Bill, we were just talking about the VA and uh, Agent Orange and Camp Lejeune. It's, uh, I know it's, it's a, a spot that gets you upset. Uh, it does. And, and now, here's the thing. Uh, when it comes to Agent Orange, uh, to the degree that uh, if you have a loved one who served in Vietnam during the Vietnam War, um, then Google Agent Orange maladies or Agent Orange diseases because, frankly, there's a laundry list of uh, of diseases that are presumptive uh, that were caused by Agent Orange. Uh, and it comes uh, from everything from heart disease to diabetes to numerous cancers. And the fact is, is that even if your loved one seems to be perfectly healthy, keep that list. And, and quite frankly, that list is updated from time to time, uh, and it's been updated uh, several times in the last few years in terms of additional diseases that it says, yep, uh, that was caused by Agent Orange. So, And you don't have to prove causation. You don't have to relate the two. You just have to be able to say, yes, my husband, my son, my daughter, uh, uh, my wife served in Vietnam in the military, during the Vietnam War and contracted this particular disease. And if, if, if you have that, then you have a good claim to uh, the VA. Uh, and to the degree that that's the case, there are a number of organizations out there to help you. Don't try to do the claim yourself without some assistance. Uh, the VFW, the Veterans of Foreign Wars, the DAV, Disabled American Veterans, the American Legion, uh, they are all organizations that help, free of charge, help families file claims. And, and if you, um, you know, that can help a lot. There's also the North Carolina Division of Veterans Affairs. That is a North Carolina state agency that helps people uh, filing uh, claims, uh, and so the the bottom line is seek help. And the and the uh, then now coming to the Camp Lejeune water uh, poison uh, uh, claim, if you have a loved one who uh, was located at Camp Lejeune at any time in the last sixty years. You know, it, it's the kind of thing, and you developed uh, or had a family member who lived on base, uh, then it's worth pursuing. Now, I know that there are a lot of law firms out there that are offering assistance, and and uh, just I should put in, this is not something I handle or that, that, that I want to handle in terms of claims uh, I do handle certain uh, VA uh, claims, help uh, veterans uh, in those areas where these other organizations, from my own pers perspective, don't 
do the kind of job that family needs. And that, that has to do with improved pension with aid and attendance. That's, that's an area where veterans can use an elder lawyer to uh, help them significantly with their estate planning uh, that might result in uh, success in filing a claim with the VA for improved pension. But when it comes to uh, these other claims, uh, these organizations actually do a really good job. So for the, again, for those folks who had loved ones who lived at Camp Lejeune, contact uh, the VFW or the American Legion or the Disabled American Veterans Organizations. Uh, they're all located locally. Uh, and uh, seek, seek some assistance because the fact is, you know, when it takes the government 50 years to say, yep, oops, we made a mistake, sorry. But the fact is these mistakes are life-threatening uh, to so many people. And it, it just, it's kind of thing where people um, need to know what they can do and where to go. And it just, it just goes to show you that even though uh, we live in the very best country in the whole world, by far, you know, and nobody can claim a better system of government. And, and I would tell you, as, as a proud American, we, we have an almost perfect system of government. The fact is that it's the system that's perfect, not the people in it. I mean, the fact is, is that our government screws up all the, all the, day, all the time. And the fact is, is that our government is, is fragile. It, it, I mean, we can lose what we have if we don't respect how our system works. And, it, you know, the, 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 the basis upon which our country works, uh, people have heard. I mean, I mean, you learn this in fourth grade, if not before, if your parents didn't teach it to you. But, you know, we, we have in our government a system of separation of powers where the executive branch of government is different from the legislative branch, which is different from the judicial branch. They all have different powers and authorities that are each separate and important into themselves. We have what's called checks and balances in our system, uh, and we have and you've heard me say this time and time again, a system that is based on the rule of law. Uh, you know, what do you think the Revolutionary War was fought over? It was so that we could govern ourselves and not be dictated by a dictator called a king. <laughs> and so, you know, it's the, it's the kind of thing where uh, yes, we don't have a, a, a perfect world here. Um, you know, there are lots of folks who suffer. There are folks who disagree with each other. But the fact is, is that we, we do have an almost perfect system that's, that's messed up by imperfect human beings. Uh, but the fact is, is that we have, we must acknowledge the fact that our system of government is fragile 
And if we don't respect how our system works and the importance of how our system works, then we'll lose it. Um, um, you know, it's, it's so obvious how easy it can be where we can lose what we have. And so, you know, that brings us back to Memorial Day, <laughs> if you win. And I'll, I apologize for getting off that. And I know we need to take a break. But when we come back, I want to talk about um, the big lives when it, when it comes to receiving assistance for long-term care needs. Because the fact is nobody can afford to pay the cost of long-term care. It, and the, the, the tragedy is it's already outrageously expensive, and it's becoming more expensive and will become even more expensive in the future. It's terrifying uh, to think about the costs of long-term care, and if that is something that has you worried, you may want to attend one of Bill's free webinars. Go to WGALaw.com, click on the Seminars button, at the top of the page, Bill has his next set of webinars happening on Wednesday, June 14th. The morning session deals with long-term care assistance. This is what we're about to dive into uh, full bore here into the program when we come back. This deals with Medicaid, VA benefits, and other forms of assistance that may be available to you if you or a loved one are dealing with a long-term care crisis. The afternoon session on Wednesday, June 14th is going to deal with asset protection and trust planning. If either of those are something that you're interested in, or if you're game for attending both webinars, you're able to do that as well. It's free to do so. There's no cost to you. Just go to WGALaw.com. Click on the seminars button at the top of the page there. You can register. As I said, it's free to attend and you can do so from the comfort of your own home as they are currently in the form of webinars. Learn more at WGALaw.com or call 919-256-7000. 919-256-7000. Seven thousand. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Go to WGALaw.com to learn more about Bill, schedule an appointment to speak with him, or learn more about his free webinars. Do it all at WGALaw.com. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. And Bill, you've got your webinars coming up uh, just around the corner on Wednesday, June 14th. And we often talk about this on the show, but the the big lies and the misinformation that we so much uh, it seems to be mainstream when it comes to Medicaid. This is a real problem. Uh, no question about it. Uh, and and actually, you know, back uh, in the dark ages when I started, when I moved my law practice from uh, tax planning, a state you know trust tax planning primarily. Uh, into elder law, where I started uh, helping families um, become eligible for Medicaid and uh, and protect uh, the their assets uh, at the same time, which we have continuously done uh, for almost 25 years. 
uh, and I've been practicing law for 45 plus years. Uh, so, uh, and it was an easy segue, if you will, from tax planning and trust planning uh, into uh, Medicaid planning and VA benefit planning and the like. And of course, uh, as you've already said, we have a webinar which we do every month, uh, and then you know, and obviously that's far more focused than what I can do on my my radio show. But um, b- back when I started, uh, the uh, I talked about in in terms of uh, seminars that we were doing. Uh, talked about on the radio the three big lies regarding. Uh, Medicaid. Uh, And uh, the fact is um, that there are a lot of half-truths when it comes to Medicaid, and and there's a lot of misinformation, and there's a lot of things that people believe about Medicaid that are absolutely false. Okay, so... Um, and to me, there is the biggest lie involved. And so I want to get to that one. But so what were the three big lies? Uh, what are the three big lies? Because the big lies are still the big lies, okay? Uh, the first one is that if you apply for Medicaid, the state of North Carolina will, when you die, take your home away. And the fact is, there is what is called Medicaid estate recovery. So asset protection is important for people to understand when folks apply for Medicaid. So why do they apply for Medicaid? It's because they cannot afford to pay the nursing home. Uh, You know, the nursing home expenses... Uh, today typically run from seven to twelve thousand dollars per month, depending on what facility you're in and how many people have that much cash lying around to pay for that care for very long. Uh, most folks run out of money, uh, or at least they run out of liquidity uh, pretty darn fast, and so. Uh, but the, the fact is, is that there are numerous ways with assistance to protect your home from, uh, from the state taking your home at your death. Uh, and so uh, elder law attorneys are good at protecting your home. And, and it's very important for folks to understand that this is where uh, an elder law attorney can be extraordinarily helpful because uh, an elder law attorney can, number one, help families become eligible far sooner than most families would even dream that they could be eligible for Medicaid. Uh, and secondly, uh, because to me, anytime we're helping a family with Medicaid, it's a two-part thing. It's getting a person eligible and approved for Medicaid, and at the same time, protecting their property. And that means protecting their home, protecting their farm, protecting the money that they have left, um, uh, you know, even even though they, uh, most folks have spent a good bit of money taking care of each other or taking care of a loved one before they come see us. 
And uh, the sooner people get to an elder law attorney uh, to, to get that help, the better. I mean, that's, that's simply how it is. And in fact, uh, seniors should have documents that are different from what they had when they were 50 years old or 60 years old or 30 or 40. I mean, the, the bottom line is that uh, seniors really should reconsider how they do some things so that they're in a position to uh, have their property protected for themselves. And that's such an important thing. So, um, you know, the, the, yes, the state can end up with your home uh, to reimburse themselves for what Medicaid has paid on your family's behalf. But uh, the fact is, if a family has seen an elder law attorney early enough, uh, and number one, that means before somebody has died on Medicaid, uh, and secondly, if they've seen them early enough to have the right documents in place, uh, it's even better if it's long before they go on Medicaid, but, but at the same time, that a lot of it, most of it can be done after a person is already on Medicaid. But you, it, it takes um, a good attorney to make that work for folks. So that's the first big lie. So what's the second one? Uh, if I give uh, property away... In other words, I make gifts. Um, I, I, at this point, have to wait five years. Back in the day, it was three years that, uh, before I can get Medicaid. And that's actually not how it works. That five years is a look-back period from the time you apply for Medicaid. To, and what are they looking for? They're looking for gifts uh, from you to your children and grandchildren primarily or, or to others uh, but it's it's primarily uh, looking to see did you give your property away and if you did there's a penalty there's a sanction there's and what they do is they levy a, a pe penalty period based on how much money you gave away over the, the last five years and I will also add that a lot of folks, haven't made gifts, but they've gone to the bank and gotten cash every week or two or every month to use typically for themselves for incidental expenses. But the fact is, is that cash transactions are treated as gifts by the Department of Social Services when you apply. But the fact is, is most of the time, we can actually, as elder law attorneys, uh, we have techniques where we can do what's called a gift back to unravel the gifts that have been made over the five years. And quite frankly, uh, Americans tend to be generous to their children and grandchildren. And uh, it's rare when we have a case where we don't have some gift backs that need to take place to, to create uh, immediate eligibility uh, for our clients. Um, so I know we need to take a break, but uh, then we can come back and talk about the other lies or some of the other lies, I should say. We will get back to the other lies when it comes to Medicaid. And you can, by listening to this, you can hear how, you know, some of your previous biases may be exposed thinking that, oh, wait, that's, that's a lie. That's not true. So this is why it's so important that you attend Bill's free webinars. As Bill said, 
he can be a little bit more focused in the webinars compared to the radio show where we've only got a, a set amount of time each segment. We've got multiple topics to hit as opposed to the webinars where you can really get a long form session with Bill and hear more of his expertise. And the, another wonderful part of the webinars is that you can ask questions afterwards. You can get feedback directly from Bill. Go to WGALaw.com, click on the seminars button to learn more or to register. Go to WGALaw.com. You can also call the office. The phone number is 919-256-7000, 256 7,000. Go ahead and sign up before Wednesday, June 14th. That's the next date for the webinars for Bill. WGALaw.com. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. You can learn more about Bill at WGALaw.com. You can also learn more about Bill's free webinars happening on Wednesday, June 14th. WGALaw.com is where you can go to register and to schedule some time to speak with Bill as well. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Bill, we're currently discussing the three big lies when it comes to Medicaid. And we're also going to get to the biggest lie when it comes to Medicaid as well. We've discussed uh, estate recovery, the idea that you'll lose your home uh, if you're on Medicaid. We've discussed the uh, the five-year look back as well. What else do we need to cover? Well, the the third big lie that we talked about back then that, that's still as true today as it ever was uh, is uh, so many people think that if you're already in a nursing home, that you can't, that you're obligated to pay the nursing home privately until you run out of money. And certainly the nursing homes want you to believe that because they make far more money if you're privately paying them than if you're on Medicaid. So the big lie is that you cannot do Medicaid planning to get yourself eligible for Medicaid sooner uh, by using techniques from an elder law attorney uh, to, to basically convert your uh, cash resources to non-countable resources for Medicaid. And the fact is, is that that is absolutely false, even though... Uh, they, you know, if you ask the nursing home what to do, they're going to say, well, pay us until you run out of money and then apply for Medicaid. And of course, the fact is, is that that by itself is not necessarily enough to be eligible for Medicaid because there are lots of assets that you might have um, that uh, would uh, make you ineligible for Medicaid unless you can convert it to a non-countable asset. But the fact is, is that you can do Medicaid planning at any time, you know, whether you're in a nursing home already or hopefully but way before you're in a nursing home. But the fact is that the great majority of folks who come to, to see us are people who are already in financial crisis. 
or they anticipate uh, being in a financial crisis very soon because they have a loved one who's in the hospital and or in rehab. Uh, and Medicare is paying for the bill for uh, the first few days or maybe a week or two or three. But the fact is that they know that their loved one can't come home and they know that that nursing home bill is staring them in the face if they don't get on Medicaid quickly. So we call those crisis cases. And of course, we give them a priority. But the fact is um, that that's when most people do their their planning. And it's, it's a shame because folks who have the right documents in place are way ahead of the game when it comes to when the crisis actually occurs. Now, so what's the biggest lie out there? The biggest lie is one that a lot of folks fall into, and that is that you have to be poor to be on Medicaid, uh, in other words, you have to get rid of everything, and the and, and of course the the kiss and cousin of that is that if you give everything away, as long as you do it five years ahead of time, if you give everything away, then the government's going to take care of you. So you know why not just make transfers to your children and grandchildren, and hopefully they'll they'll take care of you, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, or uh, the fact is the government will come in and pay the bills. And the fact is that's so wrong. You know, uh, our safety net in this country, and it doesn't matter what state you live in, is horrible. I mean, there are so many folks, deserving folks, who fall through the safety net where there's nothing there for them. Uh, now, here's the huge mistake that people make. They think, okay... Uh, I, I've, I've given everything away, so is Medicaid going to help me? Well, the fact is, Medicaid only helps if you need nursing facility care. So how many of you really want to live in a nursing home? Everybody raise your hand if you want to live in a nursing home. Right. I, I mean, the fact is, that's the last place any of us ever want to live. Um, and the fact is, the care in nursing homes are is not great. We know that. So we don't want that. So now, the fact is, is that there are other programs that can help if you need assisted living or home care. But most of us will not be eligible for those because even meager income from Social Security oftentimes prohibits eligibility. They have really low income caps. And so one of the most important things for folks to know is, can I, am, am I potentially eligible for these other programs other than Medicaid? Because the fact is, is that you're hoping you're never going to go to nursing care. Now, I will tell you, if you need nursing care, we can get you on Medicaid in almost every case, and we can do it pretty fast. But the fact is, is that what people really need to worry about is having enough liquidity, enough cash, enough money available to pay for their long-term care at lower levels of care where we want to stay at home or, worst case, g 
go to assisted living, uh, and that's not cheap. And the fact is, is having people come to your home is is a, an expensive proposition. And that's where you're not, in most cases, you're not going to get anybody's help in terms of taking care of yourself. And so that truly is the big lie, because what seniors really need to be concerned about is not giving away their resources so that they will have it to pay for that expensive care, the care that they actually desire. I mean, actually, all of us hope we never have those those needs, but the fact is most of us will have those needs, and when we need those needs, we need to have the resources to pay for it long before we might ever need nursing care. Don't find yourself in a crisis like Bill mentioned. Do some planning ahead of time. Attend one of Bill's free webinars. As you've heard, there's so much misinformation out there and half-truths that you know, not knowing anything at all may even be a step up compared to going on an assumption that's incorrect. And, you know, there's there's a lot of misinformation out there that oftentimes is, is, is well-intended. You know, someone thinks they understand the system and they think that they're helping you out, but the information that they could be sharing could be incorrect. Attend one of Bill's free webinars. There's no cost to you. It's a wonderful opportunity to make sure that you have the correct information at hand, whether this is something that you need immediate help with or something that you want to be prepared for further down on the horizon. Go to WGALaw.com, click on the Seminars button at the top of the page, register for Bill's free webinars happening on Wednesday, June 14th. Bill does these the second Wednesday of every month, and the June session is happening on the 14th. Learn more at WGALaw.com. It's free to register. The morning session will deal with long-term care assistance, what we've been speaking about so far in these past few segments. This deals with Medicaid. This also deals with VA benefits as well. The afternoon session will deal with asset protection and trust planning. Both are free to attend. You can learn more at WGALaw.com, WGALaw.com, or call 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. A short break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back. listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Don't forget, go to WGALaw.com to register for Bill's free webinars happening on June 14th, WGALaw.com. Bill, any parting shots for us before we head out today? Yes, sir. Uh, Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, One of the things that there are an awful lot of folks who don't have the money to pay for a caregiver. And And fortunately, there are folks... Uh, oftentimes a child will come into to the picture and take care. You know, it's sometimes they move in with you, sometimes you move in with them. But the fact is, is that if there's siblings involved who are not actually participating in caregiving, 
there is a real need for families to acknowledge the value of caregiving. And I see so often where the siblings, oh, it's like, oh, sis is doing that, she loves mom, it's great, but when mom dies, we want equal division. And the fact is, is that both parents and the caregiver need to acknowledge that there's a huge value involved in basic, yes, there is love involved too, but the fact is that there there needs to be a recognition of that value. There are different ways of doing that, and uh, I plan to talk about that in, in coming sessions. Well said. We'll look forward to that because that's an important discussion to have surrounding caregiving. Well, we're out of time for today. Don't forget, go to WGALaw.com to register for Bill's free webinars or call the office 919-256-7000, 7,000. On behalf of Bill Alexander, I'm Jason Kong, and you've been listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Have a wonderful day.